What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Vince McMahon is a son of a bitch. That's not how I usually start these. Um, I guess I should start off by saying welcome to... <coughs> pardon me. Welcome to Brawl and Order Snap Judgments NXT Tax Day. April 4th, or April 15th, 2020. Um, it's not just Tax Day. It's the day that a whole bunch of people got let go. I'll get into why. Well, you can listen to the... the we did a Snap... Or, um, uh, podcast, a very special episode before we did this, um, and so you can probably listen to that, maybe you already have, I don't know, um, but I say Vince McMahon is a son of a bitch because at the end of the day, he lied, somewhere he lied, either he lied and they had enough money to keep those wrestlers around, or he lied and they didn't have enough money and he was screwing the stockholders, one of the two is true. And for that reason, Vince McMahon is a son of a bitch. And that's all I'm going to leave it at. Um, And now I'm going to go into NXT. He's also a son of a bitch because he held the best NXT that has happened all year long till the day that this crap happened. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about NXT now. Uh, Finn Balor. This thing starts off with Finn Balor. What could be better? It starts with Finn Balor. It starts off with Finn Balor going against uh, um, Fabian Eichner of the of Imperium. Um, I'm going to start off. You couldn't have two better entrance musics to start a show. First you get Finn Balor, then you get this. Um, it was it was the best Tom Phillips effort. Um, I forgot last week to mention Welcome Back. Um, um, welcome Back to Mauro Ranallo. Um last week. And damn it, why do we have to be live? This stupid contract crap, Mauro Ranallo wasn't our guy. I love Mauro Ranallo in this environment. Like, he is the perfect commentator for this environment. And there's times where I do give him a little bit of flack. But right now, he's the perfect commentator for this. Uh, that said, tonight, we got Tom Phillips and Byron Saxton. Um anybody who's listened to me knows how I feel about Byron Sexton. Tom Phillips, it was your best work yet. Um, keep working on it, buddy. You might actually be entertaining someday. You might be as good as Cole since you're trying to be Cole Light right now. So, uh, that said, we started with Finn Balor versus Fabian Eichner. Um, this is just a setup to slowly but surely get Finn versus uh, Volter. Uh, we all want Finn versus Volter. Um, it, this is also being used to push... Uh, the NXT viewer to the NXT UK um, show. Um, this is this is, continues to be a very very solid storyline. I also love and and we'll talk later on. They continue to build long term feuds, um, and I love that about this. This is a great long term feud. Um, the, Marcel Bartel was out there with Eichner. Uh, you know, obviously tried to get a little bit involved in the match. It was, it, it was a great 
overcoming the odds with Finn Balor, which we love all the time. Eichner's a beast. Finn Balor's a little guy, but the speed and the show, these guys just put on a hell of a match. Just a really, really good match. Uh, well worth the watch. Uh, at the end of it, Balor ended up get, getting the win. Um, he did the corner drop kick. He went up for the coup de gras. Um, Tom Phillips is coup de gras, not coup de gras. Um, that's a little annoying. Um, and then he did the 1916 DDT, uh, to get the win. Um, very, very good match to start off. Um, this had so much energy. It it didn't matter if there wasn't a crowd. This was really, really good. So, um, after that, we had a Charlotte Flair promo. Um, I love this. I love that she showed and talked about her, her career as though it was 30 years long. But she really has. I mean, she dominated the Divas division when there was Divas. So she's passed. Um, she dominated the present. Obviously, she's beat Becky before. She's beat Asuka. She actually broke Asuka's streak. Um, Charlotte has done it all. And now she's trying to dominate the future. And I thought this was a really good tell. I also like that she actually pointed specifically to Mia Yim as the one she wanted to face. Um, not to EO, even though she's going to face EO next, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, the, the women's setup right now in NXT is actually better with Charlotte, and I don't understand it uh, because they were so good either way, but I think it's better with Charlotte than it was with Shayna. Shayna was dominant. Everybody's chasing Sheena. Charlotte is, she, she puts over these other wrestlers. I mean, Rhea versus Charlotte was great, <laughs> and it put Rhea over. Um, yes, and I know Baszler versus Charlotte put Rhea over, but not like this did. So, not like Charlotte has. Uh, Baszler versus Rhea. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, um, very good promo. Um, definitely, this. I think this is longer than people are thinking. I think this could be a year stint, maybe a year and a half. Uh, with that in mind, keep uh, maybe expect to see Andrade head over to NXT sometime soon. Um, but with all the filmings being in Florida anyways, it doesn't really matter. So, because um, that's where Charlotte and Andrade are. So, um, very solid promo. Uh, just, it was, it was dirty and good. Love it. Um, next was finally a match I've wanted to see for ages. Um, ever since Zia Lee broke Aaliyah's nose, I have loved Zia Lee. Um, Zaya put on a great match. Aaliyah kind of had some, a little bit of offense to help promote her. But at the end of the day, Aaliyah took the jobber role that Aaliyah belongs in. Um, and Zaya. I love that that spinning heel kick flip thing that she does at the end that, for her finisher, and it is gold right to the back. Um, this was just a really, really great setup. Um, Aaliyah doesn't carry much in a match, and so the fact that they jobbed this out like that uh, was actually good for the match. It made the match really, really good on that front. Um, after that, we had the interim uh, uh, cruiserweight championship. Um, before I get too far into this, um, Drake Maverick, I wish you the best in these three matches. I hope you win a couple of them. I hope you win all three. I hope they have you in the final. Um, man, I, I kind of hope you get it. And then, then if you're still, if they decide that you're still gone after that, uh, maybe it can go to uh, it, your loss can be to Jordan Devlin, so that you know 
it, it doesn't diminish you at all. So, um, this match though was Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, Swerve, I, I love watching Swerve wrestle versus Akira Tozawa. Um, and who doesn't love Tozawa? I mean, that was great. Tozawa gets the win. Um, a lot of action. I trying to trying to give a recap of a 205 live match is like trying to give a recap of a 40 meter dash there's so much that happens in such a short period um that you're not gonna really get too much out of it so um but you did have you did have a Tazawa kickoff you had uh swerve got a lot of offense it looked like swerve was gonna win a couple times Tazawa overcame uh we always love those stories when you tell that story in a match um and you tell it efficiently and up and down and and things like that um that's a pretty safe tell and that was a very very good good overall match um solid match they're 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 talented i, I don't know what else to say um I, I thought maybe Swerve would win this. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know who else is in the group. I haven't really looked it up that closely. So um, Next, we have Tegan Rocks, Knox versus Raquel Gonzalez. Yes! Finally, Raquel's going to get her comeuppance. Um, you know, obviously, Dakota Kai tried to get involved a little bit. Tegan, um, there were some no-sells by Raquel, which was great. Um... There was some Tegan offense that was great. Uh, eventually, we have a roll-up, the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Um, but we have a roll-up because of Dakota Kai interference. Um, then Shotzi Blackheart comes out and attacks Dakota Kai. So I was okay with that. Um, this may end up being the best Dakota Kai match I've ever seen in my life uh, if they can keep her out of the tag team. Uh, so they're going to actually have a tag team later on with Dakota Kai and Gonzalez versus Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart. And I, 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 I think this story is building really, really well. Um, the only thing that would make it better is if Dakota Kai wasn't involved. Um, and I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler. I'm just saying I, she's not good. <laughs> she's not. There, there are people lower on the card than her that are better and more entertaining. Maybe that's what I should say. Um. It, it's it's uh yeah I thought this was a good match um, Knox got the win uh, you know we 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 just enjoy seeing her kind of get elevated a little bit um, yeah I I loved her in the in the ladder match too so um, Keith Lee has a odd promo um it does tell a little bit about his story which i guess you know eventually keith lee's going to be the nxt champion um whether that's keith lee beating adam cole whether it's keith lee beating um oh uh, uh velveteen dream whether it's keith lee beating Finn Balor, whether it's Keith Lee beating somebody else, um, Karrion Cross, ugh, that name came out recently too. So um, I'm actually recording this the morning after. So um, Karrion Cross is what Killer Cross is going to be. Um, we PG-fied his name in the most violent, uh, fake sport on the planet anyway 
anyway, um, Keith Lee is eventually going to be the NXT champion. He is the horse that they have saddled. He's the ox that they've hooked their cart to. Um, and he can carry it. And it tells a little bit about his story in this promo. Um, and what makes him limitless is his willingness to keep pushing on. So I love that. Um, my, I don't want to say favorite, my new favorite psychopath, Dexter Loomis has a match then, uh, against Tahuti Miles. Dexter Loomis does this perfectly. His psychopath stuff is great. I don't care who he's, who they're setting up here for him to feud with. I think it's, uh, Matt Riddle. I don't know that for a fact. Um, everything he does is great. And Tahuti Miles, I'm glad that they're using him as, uh, he's like a, he's like a jobber version of Velveteen Dream. Like he tries to be as cool as Velveteen Dream. He's not as cool as Velveteen Dream. Um, but he tries when he on his entrance. Uh, anyway, Dexter Loomis finishes him off with the sit-out in Zaguri. Um, Tom Phillips calls the, fin- the, the final hold the Anaconda device. It is not the Anaconda device. Um, it's, a, it's a side headlock. Um, you could call it a side headlock sleeper. You could call it a side headlock submission. Um, there's a lot of different things you could call it, but I don't like it being called the Anaconda device because it's not the Anaconda device. And we know this because we've seen the Anaconda device. So anyway, uh, Loomis gets the win here. I really, really enjoy watching Loomis. And I know that there's a lot of others out there who don't. I just, I just think, um, God, he's just great. Um, and yeah, some people get annoyed by his, by his squash matchiness right now. He's only two matches in recently. Um, just hold on. This will be, I think this will be what they should have done with Ryback. I mean, it really will. He's good. And it's entertaining. And he looks psychotic. And that's fantastic. So, um, Velveteen Dream then uh, is supposed to meet with Adam Cole. Adam Cole does a video um, vignette um, telling Velveteen Dream that he's never going to get a title shot. Um, You know, all that type of stuff. Um, He he obviously taped it during the daytime because it's sunshiny out. Um, Dream does end up saying when he's upset that Adam Cole didn't show up that you know he Adam Cole could be is the longest undisputedly the longest reigning champion of all time. Um, Finn Balor or he he he's arguably the greatest NXT champion of all time goes through a whole plethora of things, uh, runs a whole promo. And then Finn Balor comes out and says, uh, tells him, Hey, when you're talking about the greatest NXT champion of all time, you're talking about, you're looking at it. Um, really good setup for a future feud. And this is what I was talking about earlier. They've done NXT much better at long-term planning than, uh, WWE. You also noticed that NXT didn't cut a whole bunch of dames yesterday. So there's a, there's a plus there too. Um, there's a couple that they let go, but I think some of those wanted to go like, um, 
Oh, the, the gal that's dating the guy who wrestles for Impact. Anyway, we'll get... Well, we covered that already. But, um... Uh... the Devana. Yeah, I think is her name. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Anyway, uh... Finn Balor comes out and says, If you're gonna talk... Uh, disrespect me, you're gonna have the date with the prince. And <laughs> great line here from from uh, Velveteen Dream turns around, looks at Balor as Balor's walking away and says, well, Why don't you be a gentleman and pick me up next Wednesday night? Um, I love, I love Dream's character, love it. Um, and I love the idea of seeing these two in a match. Um, I, I, I think that it'll probably end up in a schmoz with, uh, with, uh, Cole and undisputed era interrupting, but you know, they can build on this in the long run, which is good. So, um, it was a lot of fun. Just a good, good segment. Um, I, I love Balor. I love the Prince. Next, we have Matt Riddle and his temporary part, partner, Timothy Thatcher. Um, the Toothless Aggression, the new version of Toothless Aggression, I guess. A little different than uh, Benoit. Um, kind of a psycho. Uh, obviously, Pete Dunne wasn't there because he's stuck in Europe. And so Timothy Thatcher was the replacement Pete Dunne chose. Just before this, um, guys, I mean, this, anybody that you put with, with Riddle is going to be a mashup of the wrong personality for Riddle. Uh, but they did end up getting the win. Um, Thatcher's a big, big piece to this. Um, the odd thing here, um, during this match, Dexter Loomis is, is stalking somebody from afar. I'm not really, I mean, and there was lights on him, so, I mean, they tried to make it look like he was stalking, but, I mean, obviously they featured him for a reason. Um, I, I'm thinking that's going to a Riddle feud. I just don't see it being the right feud for Thatcher. Um, I think both of those guys need to be built up more before they have something like that, so... I think a 50-50 booking with Riddle could be really cool. I think a 2 out of 3 with Riddle would be fine. I don't think it would hurt Riddle in the least to lose 2 out of 3 to, to uh, Dexter Loomis. And I think it builds Loomis up to where I can see him going. So um, Thatcher ends up winning the match in a tap out uh, with the uh, making uh, Roderick Strong tap out to the Fujiwara arm bar. Um, really cool match. Um some places are not giving it a great great score I would say the one thing I'll agree with most of the places that aren't scoring it well uh, is gosh dang it is a weird way to debut Thatcher um, in, a, in a you know it's tough to debut a guy in a tag team defense um, but I guess okay like that's that's about as good as I can say. Okay, all right, I, bro. Okay, um, he was good in the match. Um, hairy guys kind of freak me out in the ring, but I'm okay with it, I guess. Um, I I don't know. Just it wasn't bad. wasn't great. wasn't anything. I mean, um, yeah. 
it was a good match. The, the thing that made this hot was it started hot. And, and I will say that hands down. There's been a lot of starting week lately. Um, NXT's done a really good job the last three weeks of starting hot. And way to keep keep going with that. Um, I My understanding is that tag team and... Oh, let's say the tag team and the dream segment and... Uh, Probably part of the Luma segment went up against AEW. Um, it went up against the uh, oh, for Pete's sake, the Empty Arena match. Um, from what I hear, I still haven't seen the Empty Arena match. But from what I hear, AEW's Empty Arena match was not even close to as good as Champa and Gargano. Um, but that's hard to do because, again, I would say that that was the best empty arena matches of all time. I also think that you don't have an empty arena match unless you have no commentary. And that's that's a big piece to this puzzle. There was commentary on their empty arena match. And so I think that may have hurt it a little bit. And I know that, uh, again, I haven't even seen it. So um, I think that's part of what made Gargano Champa so good. Um, that said... Uh, we finally, at the very end, get uh, Tommaso Ciampa is going to tell us all. He's going to say that Johnny Gargano is the bigger man and the better man and all this stuff. He's going to do what he's supposed to do. And as soon as he says it, um, Karrion Cross, Killer Cross attacks from behind. Um, sounds like just an absolute brutal beatdown. I mean, you hear wrenches flying. I don't know what happened. But it sounds just like a wrench hitting the hitting the floor in the shop. Just a really, really fierce beat now. Um, and Tommaso Champ is laying on the floor. You see Killer Cro- Carrion Cross. Um, you see Scarlet Bordeaux or, I don't know, Scarlet Boudoir is probably what they're going to change her name to. Or... or red closet i don't know <laughs> anyway um <laughs> they're gonna ruin that anyway um and uh so you see him after the attack this I, again I, I there's nothing so in the last two weeks there, there's been individual segments that were so exceptional I would call them greatest of certain things. Um, This one wasn't so exceptional that there was any greatest part to this. Um, The only thing... Pardon me. The only thing that makes this um, the greatest of this year on NXT is because it was actually built with enough different matches, enough different builds to the future, that I felt like I was... I'm anticipating something big next week. And every week, I mean, they're building anticipation. And and that's what is so frequently missing because it's so predictable. I don't have a clue what's going to happen in Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. Neither do you. Like, I can assume that it's going to be a Undisputed Era interference, but that might not be the case. Um... And if so, you know, does, does Finn kind of partner up with Undisputed Era? I don't know. And so that builds a lot of that. Um, obviously, Killer Cross versus Champa. This could be a six-month-long feud, and it would be good. 
Like, that's how, how good this will be. So, anyway, um, NXT, uh, I'm going to give it seven. Uh, I'm going to give it seven and a half convictions. Um, one hung jury and, and three or six, seven convictions, one hung jury and two acquittals. Um of being just really, really good. The the pacing, everything about this was great tonight. Um, and so, great work, great, great work to uh, to NXT um, to cap off just a shit day, just an absolutely shit day. Uh, as always, remember that uh, Raw and Order is part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network. Um, you know, if you get to listen to AEW or if you get to watch AEW, uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm stuck with NXT, um, so I always have to watch AEW significantly later. Um, in the Dice Box Slam is on. Uh, one, there's a wrestler who wrestles for AEW by the name of Nyla Rose. You, you might have heard of her, women's champion. She's actually on in the Dice Box Slam uh, on on our. Uh, fellow podcast so uh basement bullshit um carpool shenanigans uh, of course there's tatness um tatness uncensored uh, just a, a fantastic group to be a part of go check out our other podcast uh our, our other podcast partners they are great you'll love them uh as always of course like share subscribe um Make sure to drop a note to Officer Mark Smarks uh, at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter that this is a better uh, podcast than his podcast of AEW, even if AEW is better that week. Um, and then, of course, you can always hit me up at DA Vincent K. Fabe. Um, I don't look at Twitter much as much, so go make fun of Smarks more than you worry about whether or not you're going to get a response from me because I really suck at the Twitterverse. I really do. Um, I probably suck at this too. That's okay. Uh, I have a deep voice, so it's okay. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to Raw and Order Snap Judgments NXT April 15th, 2020. Vince McMahon, you're an asshat. Um, yeah. TikTok and fuck you, Vince. <laughs>